A huge welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. It is an absolute honor and pleasure to connect with you today. And I did want to just say thank you to all of you who've been subscribing and who are sharing uh, and leaving comments about this podcast. It just means the world to me and it has so much impact for me and my business, which means that the more people I can touch, the more people we can help to build a strong, scalable and successful, profitable business. So thank you for taking the time and welcome to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. Today, we are focusing on the second in a series of four podcasts all about productivity. On the last episode, we talked about the secret weapon to your productive new lifestyle, which is all about getting clear. Clarity is so important when it comes to productivity because it helps drive the decisions you make on a daily basis of what actions you're going to do to help you get closer to your goal. Welcome to the Road to Seven podcast, guiding and supporting entrepreneurs along their road to seven figures and beyond. Here's your host, Sheila Cummins. My name is Sheila Cummins, and I help women entrepreneurs just like you to launch, grow, and scale a successful and profitable business. Today, we are talking all about goal setting, but I just want to share the universal truths or theory about goal setting so that you can understand the process from a high level so that when you're going through the steps, you know exactly where you've been and where you need to go so that it's not such a daunting task. First, Let me start out with a quote. It's by John Dewey, and he says, we don't learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on the experience. And I think that this is such a critical step to goal setting that people do not follow. They just jump into the next thing, the next best thing. Where am I going? Where's my growth? As opposed to taking the time to stopping and reflecting on where you have been and what's gone really well, And what are the things that you have accomplished and the growth that has happened? And even more importantly, what is the learning that has come from that growth? What is something that you need to start doing in order to get closer to where you want to do, where you want to be? What is something that you need to continue doing to get to where it is that you want to be? And what is something that you need to stop doing that's holding you back? from getting where it is that you want to be. So when you can take that time to do that activity called stop, start, continue about your last year or 90 days, however you want to do the reflecting or however often you do your goal setting, that's going to help set you up for success going forward. If you would like, there is a download that goes with this episode. If you go down to the show notes, there will be a link that says access your worksheet here. And there will be a link where you can put in your email address and then I can send you the worksheet so you can follow along if that's of any use. And if it's not, that's totally cool. So the stop, start, continue when we reflect is one of the biggest pieces that we need to leverage right when we start our goal setting. Okay, now let's step into the nitty gritty. We've reflected. We know what we need to stop, start, continue. Now it's time to go back and recreate that big vision that we have in our head. Here's what's going to happen every time that we do this process. It's going to change. The big vision that you had 90 days ago or six months ago or a year ago has probably evolved and is quite different today. And I give you full permission to keep that big vision being fluid. 
I'm sure there's elements that are the same, but if it has changed, it's probably because of some learning that you've had or you've realized that what you originally thought you wanted is actually no longer in alignment with what it is that you really truly desire out of your company. Establishing that formal vision of what it is that you do and whom you will be serving is absolutely the beginning of this process. It's the highest level of thinking where you get to outline the business model and decide what it is that you want to sell. It is also a great time to establish your core values. Understand what it is that you and your company will stand for. What are you all about? And then secondly, to also establish your mission. That's the whole reason why you have this business and you can clearly outline the impact that your business will have. I often get asked, does the mission have to be larger than me? My answer is twofold. Number one, part of the mission will most likely be of a personal nature. It could be related to financial freedom or supporting your family or getting yourself set up for success later on. I think that's a great place to start so that you know the personal ramifications of what it is that you need to do and make sure that it's going to be serving you. There is a second step to that. Your business is greater than you. You are in the people business and your business is to help people with a problem they have. Therefore, there is a place for the mission to be beyond you as well. We absolutely want that big vision to support you, yourself, you as a person, your family, your friends. And it also helps if the the purpose of your business also extends beyond you. Because on those days (laughs) where it's rainy and you don't really want to get out of bed and it's dark and you're in a cloud and nothing seems to be going well, there has to be that underlying fire to fight for something greater than you. And so does the mission need to be greater than you? Partly, we really want it to so that there is such fulfillment in what it is that you're building. You know that fulfillment comes from two things. It comes from you being in a place of growth where you're growing and extending yourself beyond your current state. It also comes from a place of contribution where you're contributing to society or to people in a way that helps make the world a better place. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how successful you've been. If you are not living in a place of fulfillment, especially with your company, then it's just going to become work. And you and I both know that if your company is turned into work, you might as well go back and work for someone else because it will. you will work way less hours and earn way more money per hour. It just removes a whole bunch of stress. So let's make sure that the big vision of your company is really meaningful and in alignment with you and what you're doing. So once we've got that big vision, that's probably a couple years out. I I notice most people are able to see at least a year, but most can see three to five years out. But that's a long time to be wondering what you should be doing in order to get there. So our next step then is to break it down into the yearly goals. And we make these goals real by writing them down. As long as a goal is still in your head, it is just abstract. It's a thought. And the only way to make it real is to put it down on paper so that you can see it. Now, you've heard this before, but let's just let's just talk about it quickly. Your goals, they need to be SMART. SMART is an acronym, meaning they need to be specific. 
If you want to increase revenue, put down your revenue number. If you want to lose weight, put down how many pounds you want to lose. If you want to be stronger, identify how you will measure that strength. If you want to grow your community, say how many people you want to grow it by. We need it to be specific so that it's not ambiguous. Ambiguity is not a business plan. We need specific and the M in SMART is measurable. We want to be able to measure your goals so that we know whether you've hit them, whether you've exceeded them, or whether you didn't quite get there. And then we can figure out what we need to do differently. The A is actionable. We need the goals to be anchored in something that will result from action. We can't have the goal be passive. So for example, I want to be well liked by a lot of people. Well, we all want to be well liked. But there's other than putting out great content and just being a great person, that's a really passive goal. When you say I want to have a community of a thousand people who are following my every word, all of a sudden that's actionable because we know that we need to be putting out some pretty kick-ass content to get you that credibility and to be building the visibility with the people who you need to serve are realistic. Oh boy. I know that there's a problem when someone will say to me, I want to run a million dollar company in one year. And I say to them, great, what was your revenue last year? Oh, I made $20,000. Now, is it impossible to go from $20,000 revenue to a million? It's not impossible. You will always find examples of people who did that, people who launched their company and then earned a million within the first year or within the first three years. It's not impossible, but it is unlikely. (laughs) I think that's the better way of putting it. It's not impossible. It is possible. It's just unlikely. And so we want there to be a little bit of a realistic goal with a little bit of a reach. So if your revenue last year was 20,000, Let's get you up at 60 this year with a reach goal of 100. If your revenue was 100 last last year, let's get you up to 250 with a, a stretch or a reach goal of over 300. So you can see that we're not sitting idle, but the goals are very realistic in that it is very probable that we can hit them when you're in a constant state of action. The T in SMART stands for time bound. We want to put a date on that sucker. So if you say, I want to earn 100000 in 2020, then we know that on December 31st, 2020, we are going to look at your books because I know you're keeping your books up to date. And we'll be able to see, yep, I hit my revenue goal of 100000 by November 15th. That's how timely we want these goals. So when you write them down, be smart about them. And I think it's important that we establish some vocabulary here going forward because we're going to start getting into some Sheila-isms. A goal is a very clear measurable outcome that you want to achieve this year. That is a yearly goal. Now, then I'm going to start talking about milestones and power moves. A milestone is what I refer to as a hurdle or a mountain or a project that you need to overcome in order to achieve the goal. It's a really broad statement without all the details and specifics. The details and specifics of how you're going to achieve that goal or how you're going to get over that mountain of a milestone is through your power moves. And the power moves are the little actions that you take on a regular basis in order to achieve the milestone which will help you achieve your goal. Here's an example. 
If your goal is to reach 100000 in revenue this year, and one of the milestones is you need to start selling $10,000 projects, then the power move is to develop the $10,000 project, to put some positioning behind it, to put the right messaging on it, to build credibility with the people who are going to buy it, to be testing it out and making offers on a regular basis. Those are the small power moves that are going to lead you to that project of selling $10,000 product, which is going to get you to your $100,000 goal. So it's very sequential and it builds on each other. So Once we have the big vision and we decide on your next yearly goal, then we want to stop again and do a little bit of a reflection. I choose to have you reflect each and every 90 days because 90 days is long enough for you to see some results, but short enough that you're not wasting your time if the results aren't happening. So you know that the only way to move forward with clarity is to take that time to reflect on what has been happening. We want to identify the wins to start always. We spend so much of our time focusing on what has yet to be done that we're not taking the time to focus on what has been done. What is going well? How far have you come? And the only way to stay in that growth mindset is to be focusing on what the wins are, because those small wins are what are going to motivate you to keep going. There's nothing that kills the spirit faster than always looking at what has to still be done in order to get to where you want to be. It's demoralizing. So find out the wins. Then we look at the lessons that you learned, just like we did over the last year, so that you can direct your focus for the next quarter by knowing exactly what to stop, start, and continue. And so then we refocus on the 90-day goals. There are four quarters in a year, each 90 days-ish long, which are going to get you to your yearly goal. So take that yearly goal that you have, if we if we use the example of the 100000 in revenue, and break it up into four quarters. The easiest way is to make 25000 every 90 days. Sometimes you have a, a quarter that has a higher sales period. You might make 30000 one quarter, 50000 another quarter, um, and then 15000 one the third quarter, and then 5000 the last quarter. Break it up based on a cycle that works for you. Easiest is to break it up evenly. And now here's where the rubber starts to hit the road. What do you need to do to get to that revenue goal? Is it that you need to focus on selling a particular package? Is it that you need to get hired for some consulting gigs? Is it that you're going to do some promo product launches for specific products in your arsenal? Think about the next 90 days and identify what it is that you're going to be focused on in order to get to your yearly goal. Once we have our 90 day, I call it a 90 day sprint, then we divide it up into three months. There are three months that are going to feed your 90 days. And in each month, When you can see your month at a glance and you can see what's coming up and what you have available, all of a sudden it's way easier to start identifying what milestones you're going to tackle in which month. So when you lay out your month, always start with the days that you are not going to be working. The other thing I double dog dare you to do is to put on a day that you are taking all for yourself. Have a me day seriously cross it off you're not available that day and it doesn't mean you're going to be mothering that day or you're going to be with your husband or whatever just 
take it for yourself and enjoy one day a month to you. So lay out your month, days when you're not working, put on any conferences, networking events. Maybe there's a break in there and your kids are home, so it's not really going to be a power week. So you can see how many days and hours you actually have available to work in that month. And then identify what I call your power days. A power day is that day that you are going to just get stuff done. Maybe it's a content creation day. Maybe it's a prospecting day. But lay out the month and identify what the power days are going to be and what the outcomes are going to be. Now you can see and estimate what is possible to achieve in the time that you have available. One of my favorite quotes by Tony Robbins is that we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year but we underestimate what we can accomplish in five years. So us going through this process of taking the yearly goal, breaking it down into 90 days or quarters, taking those quarters and breaking them down into each of the months allows you to estimate more realistically what you can accomplish so that you can get to that five-year goal. So once you see your month, then start identifying the milestones. Are there some projects that are going to go out? Are there some deals you're going to close? What are the promos going to be this month? Are you having a launch? Lay it out so you can see it because your last step then, in order to eliminate the chaos, it's going to take some time to take that monthly view and break it down into the four weeks that come up in the month. It takes non-working time to plan and plot out your upcoming week. Try and make it a routine or a tradition. Grab yourself a glass of wine. Maybe listen to some good music. Get quiet. Clean your office so that you've got a really nice space to work in. Go get yourself some really cool markers or stickers so that you can make this process more fun. And take the time to plan out your upcoming week. On that week, Put in the must-dos and the deliverables. If you're a coach, put in your coaching hours. Write out who you're coaching and when so that you can see on what days you have available to be making these power moves to work on your business to get you to your end goal. Now, here's the thing. This system that I just walked you through is just that. It is a system based on the universal truths of successful goal setting. I have studied goal setting for years and every single planner I've looked at or followed or learned from, every guru who's going to help you get stuff done, it all falls down to this universal truth of the flow. The universal truth follows this system. It starts with the big goal. We break that big goal into yearly goals. We take the yearly goals, divide them into quarterly goals. The quarterly goals then get broken down into monthly goals, which then gets broken down into weekly and daily goals. I have created a planner which supports this process from beginning to end. It's called Productive. And if you're in my inner circle, I'm just going to let you know that there's a pretty fantastic Black Friday deal happening this month. Now, how do you hear about it? You either need to be on my email list or you need to be in the Women of Action Facebook group. And there I have released the promo code that's going to give you an unbelievable discount on both the planners 
and dare I say it, some unbelievable stickers to help you through that planning process. Productive is that all-in-one business system that I've just walked you through. It is based on the universal truths of goal planning, and it is a tried and true tested system that is anchored in a productivity planner. So if you would like to have a look, go to SheilaCummins.com slash productive. It would be an honor to work with you through your productivity and to shift you from chaos, to shift you away from overwhelm, and to shift you into strategic and actionable items that you are doing each and every day so that you are finally achieving the goals that you've set out for yourself. The link is in the show notes. If you know somebody who needs to hear this episode, please share this episode with them. Our goal is to help entrepreneurial women remove busy and chaos as a badge of honor and shift to being productive, to using the time they have available wisely so that they're finally meeting the goals that they lay out so they can run a profitable and successful business. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Road to 7 podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. To learn more, visit SheilaCummins.com for more support along your road to seven figures and beyond in your business. See you next time.